the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from our Northern Command Studios, back to Lifeline with Andy Froyland. And we are back. Hour number two of Lifeline, flying by. It's a, it's a joy to have you with us tonight here on Lifeline. Pastor Phil Howard, your host. Uh, little old me as your moderator. Keeping things, uh, keeping things on time, I guess, or sort of doing my best. But it's, uh, man, when you've got a topic like Jesus, it's, it's, it's hard to do that at times. You know, I, during the break, uh, Pastor Phil, I was reminded of the fact that you, usually most of us who've got any kind of Christian background will wake up in a couple of days, day after tomorrow, we'll wake up in the morning, kids will run down, we'll, before we look at the stocking, or for some, it may be the night before, we're going to open up to Luke chapter 1, and we're going to read the, the, the birth account of Jesus, you know. And and rightly so. I I, I think it's appropriate. I, it's a great passage and a, a marvelous tradition to remind ourselves from a biblical perspective that we're celebrating something more than a fat guy coming down my my uh, <laughs> chimney. chimney, right? Yeah, you know. And uh, and and you know, trying to get a, a a shot at him drinking milk and eating a cookie. What I love doing, though, and I, I've got to say, if I'm if I'm in the uh, birth account of Jesus, I'm I'm captivated by Luke chapter two, and Jesus presented at the table in Simeon, in Simeon's words, uh, he is this man has fascinated me ever since I've become a Christian. This guy gets to hold like Mary. This baby who will deliver him, and he knows it. It's not something he's going to ponder like Mary. He knows it. He gets it. In fact, I love the language because there's there's some specific words he uses to describe the baby he's holding. Uh, the, the consolation of Israel. I, that's a specific word. Um, the, the, I, my eyes have seen your salvation, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, glory for your people Israel. And uh, I, I, and again, the consolation. I, maybe if you could take a moment as we talk about the practical application of this baby being born into our world, God contracting to a span, incomprehensibly becoming man. Simeon says consolation. That's a specific word with a, a heap of insight, isn't it? Yes, yes. Well, I I think, <clears throat> what if we thought of it and just went back and said, what had he, it, what if he had never come? Huh. Would there be any difference? Would there be any difference? And uh, 
consolation. What consolation do people? Let's say let's let's just uh, write off Christianity, Christ. Uh, let's just say it's all a hoax. I, I want to be a good atheist at this time of the year. Where would you go for consolation? You're dying. Mortality is approaching you. Uh, America is aging. Uh, and uh, uh, most of us, with with time, we sure no longer party animals. Uh, our, our bodies are... Uh, as one man said, don't let your ego write checks that your body cannot cash. And so time alone makes you somber. Where do I turn for consolation? Uh, let's say booze, drugs, uh, pleasure, um, money. Uh, it's amazing some of the wealthiest men in the world have committed suicide or died lonely lives. Uh, very uh, strange. I think of the great Hemingway. I think of his desperate days of fighting germ phobia and just being a, a captive in his own mind. Where would you turn if you wanted to think you could get comfort? And and God specializes in it. He even sent one he calls the comforter, the Holy Spirit. And the word means one called alongside to give help or encouragement. And he actually indwells the people of God. It's a gift of the Christ child that he and the Father said, guess what? I want my family to know they will never, never be alone. Mm. They will never be abandoned. They used to say about Korean children that were orphaned and captured after the war that they would have to give them a piece of bread in the crib to get them to sleep because there's so much starvation that just having a piece of bread said, maybe I can make it another day. And guess what? The bread of life has come and said, if you eat of this bread, you will never hunger again. If you drink of this water, and I thought about that because he says we ought to hunger and thirst for righteousness. It's the idea you found a source that will, can never be diminished. Yeah. You bring the hunger, I'll bring the supply. God is there for, and I would say we would beg of you if we could possibly talk you into taking Christ. It would be come where your thirst will be quenched, where the soul, uh, that vacuum in the heart of every human being can be filled. Christ fills that loneliness and that emptiness. We, we often, as you mentioned, we try to uh, console ourselves with drugs, alcohol, sex, you name it. And really, those, those don't console at all. They simply mask and, and push to the side for a, for a moment. They treat symptoms, don't they? But that true consoling 
can only come from the counselor. Can only from the counselor. The the only really hope we have, and, and then we're back in our passage in Hebrews again, aren't we? We are. Uh, we've, you know, it is a merciful high priest. Merciful. That know. I mean, that's what we're talking about. This mercy, God's mercy. That is just shed abroad in our hearts. You know, when I think about it, where would you want to get mercy when you've been wrong? Oh, right. Uh, And he said, the one that is the holiest being in all the universe says, uh, I died for sinners. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. Your sin doesn't bother me. Ultimately, I get pulled over by a by, by a police officer speeding. I'm not going to turn to my wife, who's in the passenger seat, and say, "Give me mercy." <laughs> I'm going to look at the police officer. I'm going to go to the, the one I've offended. I have to look for mercy from. You have to look for mercy. We've offended a holy God. A holy God. And not only can we go to Him for mercy, but He is eager. To give it and abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. When you think about it, there's nothing in your life that will ever surprise God. Mm -hmm. He 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 actually knows the beginning to the end, and he said. I choose to make you my child. With your liabilities, with your failings, I've already paid the price to make you a child. What is man that you'd pay so much attention to him? Yes. Well, uh, you know, and in, 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 uh, our producer, Chuck, who's sitting here as well, made, made mention of something a little while ago during one of our breaks. You know, why, why would God do this? Who are we? Who is man that you are mindful of him? I, 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 I want to I toss a softball your way and let you see, see if I can't get you to hit it out of the park. <laughs> but we'll do so on the other side of the break because we do need to take another time out here. Uh, this is our our Truth For Today edition of Lifeline with Pastor Phil Howard every fourth Friday. We get a chance to come your way, but also every Monday through Friday at 5.30 in the morning and 4.30 in the afternoon. We get a chance to come your way here on KFAX as well as Sundays at 8.30. We invite you to stop by our website, truthfortodayradio.org or org. Org. <laughs> You'll be able to find all of that information, plus past programs that you can listen to at your convenience as well. It's all there at, again, truthfortodayradio.org. And uh, with that, we're off to another commercial break. Back right after this. And now from our Northern Command Studios, back to Lifeline with Andy Froyland. And we are back. It's Lifeline with Pastor Phil Howard. Merry Christmas to one and all. And and, and uh, God bless us, everyone, little Timmy said. Um, it is a joy to come to you on this Friday before Christmas. And what a thrill it is to be able to spend a few minutes with you talking about the reason for the season. And uh, the reasons are manyed and varied, and they do have practical application. And as, as I mentioned just before the break, uh, Chuck was talking about the fact of why. You know, if you want to if you want to dial it back, why, why, why? Uh, why does God do all this? And I was, I, was, I was thinking about that as Pastor Phil was talking during the last uh, segment. 
We are image bearers. For reasons unbeknownst to us, God has decided to embed in us his image. That matters, doesn't it? Oh, yes, yes. The Imago Dei, the image of God. What is it? Well, uh, with all due respect to all you animal lovers... Man is oh, not. Oh, here we go. You get, you get a tee up on PETA, aren't you? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, when you think, I mean, today uh, so much uh, ado and attention is paid to animals, and people find great comfort in them, especially lonely people and uh, great pets, all like that. But just know that one human being is miles apart from the highest form of animal creation or uh, sea creatures. They've been made by their creator with instincts and, and their uniqueness. But to create someone with your image that can think, have emotion, uh, the ability to choose, uh, oh, so set apart. And what did Satan set his target on? Angels had already fallen and rebelled against God, as we understand the Bible story. But man, perfect man, perfect woman, Eve, in the Garden of Eden, are picked off, picked off. What can you tempt people who have everything? What could ever tempt them? I mean, when we read Genesis 3, the temptation doesn't even feel like a temptation. Uh, All it was is God said, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, If you do, you'll unleash death. And I don't want you to die. I don't want you to die. The wages of sin is death. And what did we do? We did what every one of your children did, probably. Every one of us grow up with it. We chose our own way. The most dangerous decision we ever made is we choose to overrule God. And and God said, I didn't make I made you to be worshipers. I made you to admire me, to acknowledge me to obey me, to serve me. Why is it so hard to want to obey the Creator, to obey the one who made you, brought your existence? Uh, And so you're a unique being person. I would say this, so many have been devalued. We're, we're selling young ladies that have been captured and kidnapped and turned into nothing but sex slaves. We've dehumanized the, ourselves over and over, slavery, this and that. And God said, this has never been my plan. My plan is to give you freedom is to make you whole and complete. I must say, there is no one who values you more than God and no one who knows your failures more and yet loves you beyond it. 
There's an old song that Dottie Rambo, she wrote years ago, said, He looked beyond my fault and saw my need. God sees your need, even at this time. He knows all about your faults. That's why the Son, that's why the cross. He paid a great price to rescue you from your choices and to put you into a different existence, eternal life, to have his family life. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. My goodness, man. How can you not celebrate Christmas when when the truth underneath this birth is so magnificent, so grand and glorious? It's not just a, a babe in a manger that we celebrate. It's it's a life lived. It it is a full life perfectly lived without sin. It is a full life tempted in every way, but still without sin. It is a life that would willingly go to a cross and die and pay for the sin that you and I have. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save churchgoers, mm-hmm. uh, to save nice, nice people, mm-hmm. no, whether to save sinners of whom I am the worst. And I can't imagine Paul using that description of himself, such a devout devout religious man all of his life. Yeah. It is an amazing thought to consider as we celebrate Christmas this year. I mean, we do every year, and it, I, I think Hallmark has, has held captive this time of year uh, far too long. Uh, it's our hope and prayer as we come to you here tonight that um, Hallmark falls to the wayside and the Word of God steps back into its rightful place to remind us of who we celebrate and why. And it is a glorious time of year. And yes, you may be struggling with depression. You may have lost a loved one or uh, this time of year reminds you of a a, a dissolving of a a marriage or maybe it's this time of year that uh, an, an older child has rebelled and gone off on their own. I mean, we have, we always, it's not just relegated to this time of year, but we always have things that weigh us down and slow us up. And Christmas comes to us uh, each time this year to remind us that we do have hope. And we've talked about that. It, it is. It is the, the hope of glory. Christ in you. Christ in you. And as you talk, Andy, and are sensitive to the losses uh, of the human race, loved ones, uh, health, uh, youth, all of those things. The, the great message of Christmas is there's a gain that you can never lose. Mm-hmm. And that gain is Christ. 
and to gain him. Jesus said one time, what if a man were to gain the whole world and lose his soul, lose his being, lose his eternal destiny, leave it to chance, leave it to whatever? Uh, And he said, with me, you won't lose with me, uh, everything about you is on its way out. Everything's in the process of running down, dying, aging, uh, on and on, enough to depress anyone. And yet you have says, I offer you life. I offer you eternal life that will never end. Uh, this is the good news. It's where what a time for evangelism for all of us who were war babies and different ones that are aging out. What a time for you, sir, or ma'am. What a time for you to turn to Christ. Oh, you've got the funeral arrangements. You've got the will made out. You've got the trust established. Have you settled on the location you plan to spend for eternity? You know, in real estate, they say location is everything. Well, let me tell you, in eternity, location is everything. Mm. And you want to be sure that your location is picked now. Pick Christ and you've got it made. Lewis said, if you take Christ, God will throw in heaven for nothing. There you go. That's it. Another time out. It's, uh, it's going by quick here and we're we're going to be celebrating Christmas before you know it. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I, I always am. So we'll take another time out, pay some bills and come back as Lifeline continues. And now, from our Northern Command studios, back to Lifeline with Andy Froyland. And welcome back to Lifeline, our Truth For Today edition with Pastor Phil Howard. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad and all those other uh, wonderful sayings that celebrate the birth of Christ. And that is what we are doing, celebrating the birth of Christ, celebrating God's commitment to you and I as uh, as we go through this life and uh, look forward to the one to come. I, before we continue on, I, I was just reminded, uh, I'd been thinking about this. I, I saw this on a movie marquee just last week. And, and, I, and in fact, I just checked to see what it was all about. And it's about some mercenaries rushing in and holding hostage people on Christmas Eve. But it was the it was the title of the movie that captivated me, and really, I, I I found myself drawn to it and saying, "Man, we we need to change the hymn to that." Violent Night is the title of this movie. You know, we do we sing Silent Night, and I the more I think about it, the more I think that movie title is right. This is a violent act. I, uh, the kingdom of God suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. But this is, this is God invading our sinful, rebellious, hateful world. That's violence. Well, think of the reception. 
Yes. I mean, you know, and you've got them uh, as soon as they can fleeing to Egypt yeah. and all the wailing and weeping, uh, Rachel weeping over her children to fulfill the prophet. Uh, God, are you sure your timing's on? Is this, is, is this the right time? Jesus' beginnings are not... Like a lot of our hymns. No, no, you think the beginning, the ending, uh, and all the middle, let's say the 30 to 33 years, everywhere he went doing good. Lepers will never forget that Jesus came by. I mean, the blind man Bartimaeus, you know, but boy, the beginning and the ending, how can salvation be wrapped up in such a short history? Right. It's really quite amazing what we've been discussing here tonight. I, uh, I, you had a poem you were going to read and, and go go another road here, but okay. that, that 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 movie title just it's like, oh yeah, no, we got tired because it was there. There is some violence to this, but it's a it's a glorious violence. Well, I think uh, Dottie Rambo wrote a song years ago in the poetry. Uh, I think it, it answers this issue: What is man? What is yes, man? Yes. Uh, what? How far would you go for just one human being? And she wrote these words: For what earthly reason would the heavenly Father send down His Son to suffer rejection? and pay for crimes he had not done. For what earthly reason would the father let him hang on a tree? I wept with the answer that one earthly reason was me. I was the reason, that one earthly reason. I was the guilty, he was the sacrifice. I was the taker, he was the giver. Dying while I go free, that one earthly reason was me. The fairest of angels were not summoned from the throne in the sky to purchase my pardon. Not even the angels could die. The only provision for my freedom was destined to be the sweet lamb of glory. And his one earthly reason was me. Mm -hmm. And so, young man, young lady, widowed woman, widower man, uh, no matter who you are, where you are, lonely, or a lot of people around you, uh, there can never be a greater compliment to your dignity and worth in the sight of God than how much he was willing to pay to make you his own. Mm. You were not bought at a fire sale. You were not bought cheaply. For Peter could say, we were not bought with blood of go- goats and bulls and Old Testament say, but we were bought with the precious blood of Christ. And before you freak out over the term blood and think of plasma and a blood transfusion, blood was a, a synonym for dying a vicious kind of death. 
uh, it stood for the death of the innocent. And so when we talk about the blood of Christ, it's not his blood plasma that saves. It was his life given as a sacrifice under the weight of the just mm. anger of God toward our sin. The, what more could God do for us than to pay for the crimes we committed against him? And he did that in his son. God remains perfectly righteous. When you confess your sin, he says he's faithful and righteous. He didn't say faithful and merciful. God forgives me now because it's right to do so because he's paid to forgive me. He paid for the crime I've committed. And you... The end of self-worth searching, the end of trying to please God uh, on your own and your own efforts. Oh, we're so sinful. We fall into habits, thinking, practices, things we're ashamed of after we do them. He says, come to me. I'll cleanse you and righteously make you a child of mine, and I'll begin shaping you like the potter shapes the clay. You won't recognize what you look like when I get through. I'm going to conform you to the image of my son. And you're listening to, by the way, um, a couple of men who have known this to be true. We're, we are not speaking theoretically. Um, we are speaking experientially. Mm-hmm. He was forgiven much, loves much. Yeah. We know what we've been forgiven. We know who we are. And uh, knowing that, we persuade men to be reconciled to Christ. Reconciled. And that's what this is all about. And, and again, um, the fact that... Uh, we celebrate the birth of the one who can reconcile us is something that we do so with with great eagerness and encouragement because we know what we've been forgiven and we we long to see that take place in others as well uh, this is this is an amazing thing we discuss and we do so every time we get together we've we've got nothing else to offer <laughs> you know uh the the presents under the tree are going to be the same every year we want to say we give you jesus uh, oh what is that old uh scott wesley uh brown uh song i can i can wish you leaves of gold and may your days be bright i can wish you all of these things but in the end, I wish you Jesus, because when I've wished you Jesus, I've wished you everything. Beautiful. It, it really is. And this is, this, it's, it's not rocket science. We're not trying to come to you with something new, some new fangled thing, some new approach to all of this. It is Christ and him crucified. That there's is, no new gospel. No, there isn't. It's the and, same story. And there's no new way to bring it to you other than Christ and Him crucified. This is what we preach. This is our gospel. Start to finish. And uh, 
It's why we do what we do. We've got one more segment to spend with you before we call it a night. And uh, we're going to take another quick time out, pay some more bills. And then I, I know it just it, time flies when you're having fun. Or as the frog said, time's fun when you're having flies. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that Christmas holiday cheer, right? <laughs> we'll take a quick time out, pay some bills. We'll be back as Lifeline continues. And now from our Northern Command studios, back to Lifeline with Andy Froyland. And we are back. It is Lifeline with Pastor Phil Howard. Our uh, final few moments together as we uh, begin wrapping things up around here. And what a joy it's been. We, uh, I, you know, I think you get it by now. Uh, when we get together, we love to gossip about Jesus and explore any and all avenues that will get us back to our matchless Savior. And so hopefully we've we've gotten close to accomplishing some of that anyway. Uh, any final thoughts uh, for our listeners, Pastor, before we uh, kind of wrap things up around here? Well, I would just hope that you can come to uh, get through all the wrappings and all of the uh, gifts, you know, and and get to the main story. I I read a story years ago, a true story, uh, that told about a couple celebrating the birth of their child, and uh, they invited family and friends to come in and rejoice with them. Uh, and what happened uh, is uh, hard to believe. Uh, the baby had been put on the bed uh, as an infant and uh, was there. But at the same time, they wound up putting all the guest coats and all this kind of thing on the same bed. And... They came back later to find that the child had been suffocated by all the guest coats and yeah. sweaters and and uh, and of what a tragic story. And I thought, you know what? It's easy to bury the baby if we don't watch it. If uh, all of this commercialism and uh, how does a poor man celebrate it? My, I've got a <clears throat> brother and sister who are with the Lord now, but they would bring us back uh, on memories. And they would say, we remember the year where we got an orange for Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, poor man's right. yeah. uh, Christmas. Uh, but what they had was Jesus Christ. So it's like we've got the treasure of all treasures, my mother and father, but they can only give their kids an orange. And this story is told over and over when you study the 30s and the 40s, the depression, the crash of the market. Uh, And so uh, I give you Jesus, the treasure that cannot be taken away, not diminished. Uh, I give you a God that won't get old, a God that won't forsake. Uh, a God that, you know, I just thought, if you ask me to invent a God, 
<laughs> I want to make my own. We couldn't create one better than the one that God is. Yeah. And we it's couldn't not even the, come close. It's not the product of our vain imagination. Yeah. He far exceeds any. So why don't you jump in and by faith say, I want something that's real and something that will last forever. Yeah. And I give you Jesus. Jesus Christ in the gospel that he came, he was crucified, he rose again, he's now on high sympathizing with his people and saying, you'll get help from on high from now on. Ever living to make intercession Ever for us. Ever living to make intercession for us. Yes, man. Hey, hey, hallelujah, what a Savior. My goodness, Yes. Man. And we get to celebrate this every year. Yes, yes. Part of that celebration as we begin wrapping things up around here uh, also will take place uh, at Valley Bible Church right here in Hercules. And for that... Um, Chuck? Single service. Well, here, you've got to talk into this. I told you we were going to get you on. You, single you service. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas Day, single service, 10 a.m., uh, whole family, adults and children in the same service. We're going to always celebrate Christmas together. Uh, and same thing on New Year's Day, single service at 10 a.m., no child care. Everybody's in the same congregation. Anything new uh, Christmas Eve? Uh, we have a Christmas Eve service at 7 p.m. on December 24th. It'll be one hour. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow one night. One hour. 7 p.m. Yeah. And then the following morning, one service. At 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year and all that other fun stuff. It's uh, uh, If you can make it out, uh, hopefully you've got a fellowship that you are a part of and you'll have your own. But if you're not... By all means, uh, be our guest. Be our guest. We would, you know, be our guest. Be our, yeah. We'd love to have you. Uh, it is, it is a joy to be able to celebrate the birth of Christ the way we do and remember Him for who He is and uh, what He is ever living to do for us. It is just a real joy and a delight. And um, with that. I think we're going to call it a night. Yes. Go, is Santa Claus going to bring goodies to you, <laughs> Pastor Phil? I'm in the Santa Claus business. <laughs> oh, you, you put the you, you put the pillow underneath the red suit. Is that what you do? <laughs> I see to it that 18 grandchildren get their gifts. Yes. Oh my so, goodness! Yeah, here we go. It's always going to be fun. So, so no coal for you, right? No coal. <laughs> All right. I, I, I just want to make sure about that. You know, he's just making sure the, the, the vicar has been a good boy this year. <laughs> Friends, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us here tonight on Life Align. We do trust you've been encouraged in Christ and that you are growing in grace. And for this holiday season, find yourself seeking Christ seeking and all Christ. of his grace. And he will be found of you if you search for him with your whole heart. And that's our prayer. May wise that men. Wise yes. men still seek him. Wise Amen. men. Be a wise man. Be a wise woman. Seek after Christ. And I promise he will be found of you if you seek with him with your whole heart. 
Well, speaking of seeking, it is our prayer that you be found in the Lord's house this Lord's Day. I know it's Christmas. Most of us want to stay home with the family, open up presents and enjoy the time alone. But really, who made that time possible? Why is it we have that time? And what is more important, seeking and honoring the Lord on his day or seeking your family and honoring a few presents and a little bit of laziness? (laughs) Stepping on toes, I know, but it is our desire that you find your delight, your thrill in the matchless Savior, the one and only Lord Christ. Please, on behalf of Christ, I beg you and implore you, be found in his house. I promise it will not go without notice and without blessing. Thank you again for spending time with us today. Thanks to our engineer, you with your ears, and of course, Pastor Phil, and all of us here at Truth For Today. From Pastor Phil and all of us, may the Lord richly bless you this Christmas season. Until next time. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.